missing. Oh my gosh, Paul Giamatti, totally random. But I tried to. I feel like just before we start recording. Oh, you already did it. Oh no. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> No, you're no, you're fine. Um, I feel like I have been in a mood where everything I watch, I'm like, I don't like this. So I, I didn't love this movie, but I tried to watch Jungle Cruise. I shut it off halfway through because I was so bored. I don't, and I'm not normally like that. Like normally, I'm down. I'll go into the lowest expectations, and I'm just delighted by everything most of the time. Paul Giamatti, I I couldn't handle it. I had to shut off Jungle Cruise. I was I don't know if either one of you have seen it, but I was deeply no. upset and I shouldn't have been. It was just a really bad mummy ripoff. Hmm. Nah. Uh I never used to even seen a trailer. Once I stopped once I moved here and not and didn't get cable, yeah. uh, I see like zero movie trailers anymore. So I barely so I barely know what's coming out. Period. Yeah. When I was a kid, um must have been like five, six, that age. Uh, I remember going on the Jungle Cruise in <laughs> California, uh, Disneyland. Yeah. And it was scary. It was like really scary to me because back then they had, they still had like the uh, the gun that they used to have to shoot the hippo when that pops up. Yeah. Now, now it's like a go away hippo <laughs> or something like that. And I feel, I feel like there are some other weird things that. I was just like not into, but so just subliminally now you're like no, I that's not for me. Well, I went on it when I was a teenager later, and I was like, well, this is lame. But uh, like I said, <laughs> some of the things had changed. Yeah. Yeah, like the women on the uh, the pirate ride changed. Yep, yep. I remember that the women much more than I remember the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean thing, which I think I've only seen once. And uh, Robinson Crusoe's treehouse. That's a or, no, no, not Robinson Crusoe's treehouse. I'm sorry. Uh, the tree, family. Treehouse isn't as at the Florida one. I don't know if it's at California. Swiss Family Robinson. The, that's a that's a uh, world. I don't know if it's at land or not. Why was I thinking? Never mind. Okay, and you, you used to have Tom Funk. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, Tom Sawyer's Island. I don't know how I got from Sawyer to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like Tom fuck, and I was like, who now? What are we doing? I was watching a movie called Tom and Fuck. <laughs> it did not star Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, uh, world, uh, world has. Animal Kingdom, which is a giant zoo with open spaces, which is kind of awesome. And, yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's the best part of Disney World. So it's the highlight whenever I go there. Oh man, you just gave me a good idea. I gotta make a plan to go to San Diego Zoo because I've never been there before. Oh. And I would. It's supposed to be amazing. Yeah. I got a nice zoo nearby, but it's San Diego. Yeah, I've never been to where... any of the Disney parks as an adult. I only have been as an adult. Uh, I was terrified of people in costumes as a kid. 
So I was <laughs> terrified that at some point we were going to go to Disney. <laughs> yeah. And Did something never, happen uh, to instigate this, or was it just... I just didn't like people in costumes. I think that's no, why that's I... Fair. I think that's why I hate furries. <laughs> oh my god. Because furries creep me out so in a way that like I can't explain. I don't think uh, hating furries is... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, it's like a group of people. You can't say you hate furries. Okay, like kinks are you, you fine. Say, whatever. I'm not, but I, like, I was gonna I say I feel like we're getting dangerously into. close to kink shaming, which I'm yeah. not comfortable with. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, if you're off, like there's something extremely deeply off-putting about people in costumes, that's also fair. Yes, I try to say hate furries. <laughs> Just, of all the kinks, that's one of the ones that's like <laughs> I, I I I can't. I can't. It just creeps me out. Okay. It really creeps me out. <laughs> no, that's, that's I fair. also I also know people who um identify as furries, but they are not it's not because they get dressed up and have sex with people. It's because they they've never felt comfortable in their body and they imagine their like animal self and like a lot of them are artists that will draw their version mm-hmm. of themselves and stuff like that. So that's like if you say that that's what I was worried about. I don't think you mean no that. I mean the, the sex one because like. Well, co- have you? I mean, don't knock it till you try it. Fine. That's what I say. <laughs> what what if um. You, dressed as. A let's see, you dressed as a bull. And your girlfriend dresses as um, a bunch of fruit. See, it's not exactly like uh, you know animal stuff. It's you know it's two inanimate objects having relations. Is that okay? Um, it's it's better, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can be two pieces of toast, but one of you has peanut butter and the other one has jelly on it. Okay. okay. Um, These are just couples Halloween costumes at this point. I'm I'm just making notes for myself. <laughs> so uh, this week's episode, my, uh, by the way, my name is Joel. We got Spencer and Mel with me, as usual. Uh, why don't you guys tell us what your favorite uh, underwater tribute to Elvis is? No, wait, that's a no, that's a bad thing. Never mind. Introduce yourself. I already introduced you. Where am I? Um, uh, uh, I guess I- I'm Spencer Tralala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Melanie. Now let's return to page 14. Uh, the movie was my pick, and I chose to do a completely random pick. So, a random year and decade altogether. A random genre, and then when it was eliminated down to that, it was just whatever amount of movies fit into those things and get a random number and that movie just happened to be Money From Home starring Gerald Lewis and Dino Martin what did you guys well here's the question what were your expectations and then what did you actually see uh, I'm. I assumed there'd be 
some racist jokes in there. I assumed it would be basically a kids movie. Because I, I, I saw Absent Man absent-minded professor when I was in uh, elementary school someone brought it in or or something or a teacher was like we're not gonna watch night professor we're gonna watch the original and I don't remember it and uh, it, it and basically my only Jerry Lewis like experience is can comedy which is my favorite Scorsese and um, Realizing that the Professor Frank is just a Jerry Lewis impression, but I didn't realize that until far too late because Jerry Lewis was just always like, "Oh yeah, the the the, the comedy guy from the fifties." My dad used to like that that guy. So that, that's basically. I think, uh, I think a bunch of the original Simpsons characters are based on like old TV people. Like uh, police chief Wiggum, I know it was based on somebody. I don't, I don't remember who, but Edgar G. Robinson. Mm. No, I feel like it was somebody cool. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, that's all so, I can think of. To to go back to. No, no, Mel. What's your Jerry Lewis? The color orange. Oh, I'm sorry, Malcolm. <laughs> no, you're fine. I see. I feel like our movie's so negative. I don't find Jerry Lewis funny. I have always found his movies kind of annoying, and I've really tried. Like my mom thought he was hilarious, and I mean, not that I always have the same taste as her, but usually with especially classic films and comedy, like we're pretty in tune. But could not be further apart on this issue. I just don't find him funny. I find him very loud and brash. And yeah, this was no exception. I I think that Dean is the better performer of the two, which I feel like is a hot take. And I don't know. I feel like so many people just love him and consider him a king of comedy. And I am just not one of those people. He's just not for me, and that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I guess I found him funny in parts overall, but. And like, I don't know. This this like this movie is overall fine. Uh, the racist jokes were like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, didn't expect to see Arab jokes in the fifties. That seems like to me like a later era thing. So I guess forward thinking, sort of. <laughs> forward thinking racism. Oh. Yeah. And oh yeah, they and it just kept going. Like whenever you thought like, okay, that bit's done. It's like, oh, it's not. It's just going to keep happening. Feeling groovy. But, uh, I thought I didn't know what this movie was going to be, but I had seen uh, Jerry Lewis comedy before that was called Who's Minding the Store? And I, I thought it was pretty funny. It wasn't wasn't funny the whole way through or anything like that but that's you know pretty funny for me is kind of difficult to even earn at this point but maybe it's because i'm an old curmudgeon i don't know because i thought jerry lewis was funny in this movie and uh, not not the whole time like the the whole like nerdy uh, you gotta get things wrong sometimes because i don't know how to be around regular humans that sounds more like the guy on family guy <laughs> it does. 
Um, anyway, but uh, and Dean Martin is is also very good at delivering jokes. I th- I think that Dean Martin is having might <laughs> is probably having an easier time just playing the smooth handsome guy. But I appreciate he takes a couple of Pratt falls and gets pushed around and some stuff like that. And he's he delivers jokes. Yeah, he's pretty good. It's, his face is just to me so bland that <laughs> like I, I know I've seen him in other things, there's every time it's like if you asked me to describe what he looks like, I'd be like uh a, a tan white man from the fifties. I couldn't go beyond that. <laughs> That's Gary Grant. Yeah, that description's like 10 different actors, but yeah. I mean, I agree. But in their their comedy, so Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin did, I think their partnership went on about 10 years, and they did something like like 16 to 20 films in that time frame, and they were all hugely successful, and this was, you know, their shtick the whole time. Like, the, the plot changes slightly, but it's the same thing where, you know... Dean's the straight guy who's charming and singing to all the ladies and Jerry's the crazy loud guy who's clumsy and messing things up and I, I mean people liked it a lot they like I said they went on for a really long time but I, yeah I don't and I feel like I think I have seen another one of their their movies but I honestly don't remember it because it's it's it after I started watching this, I was like, maybe I have seen this. And it's like, no, I haven't seen this one, but the other one that I saw was just like this. So I feel like I'm being such just a negative Nancy on this. It's just not for me, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like they're, they're a duo. It's weird that this was such a big deal. Like I went back and I read uh, reviews from around this time period and people just loved them together like that was the whole thing it wasn't even so much this movie it's just what a like dynamic duo they are together so that to me was fascinating yeah i i do think they work well off of each other mm-hmm. um, th- see i'll always remember this movie because it has a, a horse and also a what other animals were there never mind mm. doesn't matter bunch of dogs bunch of dogs oh yeah i need to name those there's and there was a chimp and there the other yep. monkey that looked terrified yeah that i think maybe that was a little part of this too is i was kind of concerned for the animals because i always am whenever i watch stuff like this and it's not that i don't know it just stresses me out and since yeah. animals are such a big part of this i think that was also another thing where it's like i don't find it that entertaining and i'm super stressed about all of the animals Perfectly understandable. Yeah, if Doris Day was in this, I'd feel differently, but she's not. <laughs> That's true. Doris Day never hurt an animal in her life. <laughs> yeah, no, she is a big, in case people don't know, she's a big advocate for making sure animals are treated fairly if she was, mm-hmm. if, they, if they were in a movie she's in. I heard one time she saw a movie where they pretended to hurt an animal, and she went to the studio and shot everyone there. Had to be done. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. Okay, so one of the, one of the parts that did make me laugh was during the during the whole Arab people on the the train scene, 
when Jerry Lewis is still dressed as one of the wives. <laughs> and you know, he gets he gets somehow gets singled out to be the one that the the uh what is that made up thing that they were well, calling he, him? He wants a it, wife. They keep saying that he wants a wife. Yeah. So they're ushering the girls into the cart so that he can sexually harass them. Right, right. But um <laughs> the what is the fake title of that guy it's it's not even close to like shaw it's like something about oh uh like the Hoo-bah. yeah it, it's it's not that but it sounds like that yeah Hoo-bah, something like uh, that didn't write it down okay anyway uh-huh. when he like you know is like i'm enchanted by your dancing do it again and and this is probably mel i can already tell you're like yeah that scene went on for fucking ever but like i was still <laughs> I, I just couldn't help but giggle at like the the different kind of stupid, slightly, slightly air you know whatever the stereotype of Arabic dancing is like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm an idiot. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I, I want to bring this up. Uh, there's a review on Letterbox where someone says this is homoerotic. Specifically citing when Jerry's in his boxers and he pins down Dean on the bed. That's just... What? I don't even... I mean... That's what this person thought, and I can't tell... Is this the like a jokey review or serious, but... Is that all that that review says? Because that's, that's hilarious. Uh, there's yeah. more to it. Oh. <laughs> just, Something this is homoerotic, cites one scene, and it's a good day. That's all it takes when you're looking for it. Um, I was going to say something about... Oh, uh, the opening scene where they're like kind of like setting the scene of where they are, what time period it is. There's that part where they're going across the street and they're naming people off like that scene in Goodfellas. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Is this a reference to something else? Or did Goodfellas reference... Actually, money from home <laughs> i actually thought that was kind of charming like i like the setup of everything and the colors are really great like the direction's good but yeah. it's the, the story itself just didn't do it for me but the i like that whole scene it's it that was the only part that kind of made me chuckle i thought it was charming oh no it's it set you up for the rest <laughs> of the movie You're like oh maybe i'll like the, oh maybe i'll maybe yeah. i'll like this it'll be delightful it's like yeah the the opening had me thinking like which one's dean martin because i know what jerry <laughs> lewis looks like but i'm not sure what dean martin looks it's like. introducing all these different white guys you're like that's dean martin oh okay all right we're gonna go okay yeah. that's him nope okay nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, the guy it, who only has one name which is weird yeah, he's like, so what, sue me? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, honey talk. Like, honey everybody talk. Everybody calls me honey talk because yeah. uh, I'm really can... good at convincing people to give me money. Which at first, I couldn't hear what they were saying. I had to turn my volume up. And I was like, are they saying honey pot? They're calling him <laughs> honey pot? Which was hilarious to me. But no, it's, it's sure enough. They say it enough in the movie that you find out it is honey talk. Hmm. It made me laugh when we meet the the boss that that had bought all his uh, debts, and he goes through his goons and like, what this you know whatever that guy's name is, 
You think he could do what you can do? What oh, about yeah. this guy? What about that guy? <laughs> yeah, They're names. talking about like, he's basically calling his group just a bunch of uggos. <laughs> yeah. He's like, none of these guys can do what I need you to do with this dame. You need to go do this. You're the only one. Yep. Wait, so wh- what was the plot? I lost track kind of quickly. <laughs> okay, I suck. So I two ninjas. He, he had to go to Maryland. And I don't he's gotta know. He's got to fix a horse. What? Does that? I thought that meant kill the horse. Well, it can't. It can mean that, but you know, it could be sabotage the jockey. It could be you know injure the horse in a way that it will recover, but it can't race. It would could be. Wait a minute. Are you guys cops? Uh, yeah. So the, that's why there were two different. They were going from two different angles. They were going from Gene is going to seduce. The lady and somehow get her not to I don't know how that's gonna like hey I had sex with you real good right pull your horse out of the race baba boo no wait that's a that's wait, a, so he so he's supposed to pull the horse out of the race that's yeah been Crosby sorry yeah, yes that's, the one oh. horse he wants to somehow the horse just needs to be out of it okay. it's yeah because the the gangster wants the other horse to win right mm-hmm and the most oh, yeah taking out the top horse wow this is all coming together <laughs> anyways all the mishaps like happen and then Dean falls in love with the lady and after meeting like twice they're madly in love with each other yeah and well then Jerry gets his own lady he gets a veterinarian a female doctor mm-hmm yeah, which to me was like, this is good acting from Jared because he was kind of shitty towards women. And I'm surprised, like, he could act like he's impressed by a woman who's educated <laughs> with, like, some power. You know what? Yeah, I take it back. He brilliant, because that is true. He, he famously, seemed... like, thought women can't be funny, like, to the point that he hated, like, I Love Lucy because it starred a woman. Yeah. I mean, what about Whoopi Goldberg? There's not somebody who doesn't think Whoopi Goldberg is funny. I guarantee you he... I, I feel like it might have gotten racist with, with that, <laughs> possibly. Mm. I, I suspect he might have been a racist also, given he was so successful at the time. Such I mean, a person. I think it was probably unusual that he was famous as a Jewish actor back then, like because, I mean, that hasn't gone away even to this day, I feel yeah. like. No, that's true. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, not to say that somebody who is Jewish can't be racist, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's why he yeah. went by Jerry Lewis. Oh yeah. Oh. And yeah. Um, my favorite like Jewish cover-up name is uh, well, first off, I'll say their their real name, uh, Jerome Silverman. Uh, Jerome who, Silverman. Silver, with a B. Silver. Yes. Okay. Uh, Got it. it. It is Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah, his real name was Jerome Silberman. That's great. That's I mean, that's an awesome name. Well, they're both awesome names, man. I, I don't know. know what to do. Well, that's um, freaking Michael Caine is Morris Micklewaite or something like that. Like, <laughs> why did he change his name? I guess because he thought it was dorky. <laughs> Everyone wants to hire old Morris. <laughs> like Mel Brooks, I get like it's like Kaminsky or something like that. It, it, it's it, like it. 
it, it comes off as like real Jewish, so like therefore at the time it would have been like we're not gonna hire this guy. So like yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. But I don't know, Drum Silverman is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't even if it sounds cool back then, you know. Yeah, a little too ethnic for Hollywood. Right now. You know. <laughs> Just a little too ethnic. I told you I don't like ethnic food. Um Yeah. So, do you guys like uh, horse racing? Um, I do not. No. And, okay. uh, wait, no, no, dog racing is outlawed here. Horse racing still happens here. Horse, yeah, I, horse racing I, is... Mm. I remember in middle school, dog racing was outlawed here. And I remember just being surprised, like, wait, they're actually going to go through with that? Because even as a kid, like, the idea of dog racing was, like... I didn't think it was cruel. I thought, like, that's, that seems like a weird thing to do to dogs. Oh, yeah. And then I got older and realized it's cruel, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, is that a thing with you guys are, like, uh, horse tracks? Are you guys in, like, gambling areas? No, not, not here. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's specifically horse tracks, but... You know, down towards Rose Bowl area and and things like that. I'm sure they've got stuff. I'm I'm that close enough to the Los Angeles and other such places. Yeah. Um, Delaware is like one of the big highlights is we have casinos. Well, it was until uh, uh, Maryland got casinos and kind of ruined that. But for a long time, like, the big draw was, like, you get the horse races in the casino here. But it's... It, it's kind of cheesy and sucks <laughs> the casinos here mm. yeah we have like yeah we have like small potato casinos like they're very it's it's nothing and it's not here I say that it's like I would say within four hours of where I live you can go to a casino but it's nothing special and I think the one closest I think Chris Christopherson plays out a lot oh wow I think so I think that's like a big thing so it's pretty cool Oh, oh I forgot <laughs> the, I've, I've got to go to that casino. I forgot the the other big draw. Uh, NASCAR. We have the Monster Mile. Oof. Because Oof. I, I guess a mile is a a long track for NASCAR. <laughs> I don't I don't really know. It, it's just it just meant up until ten years ago, you don't leave your house if it's NASCAR weekend. It ruins everything. Right. <laughs> but it, it's gotten less like... popular, so. It's kind of less popular, so I you can't leave your house, and I'm kind of glad because NASCAR's garbage. Oh yeah, it's so garbage, so boring. My dad, at the ripe age of like fifty, all of a sudden got into NASCAR, and he's just like, "Yeah, NASCAR is really fun." I'm like, he he falls asleep during it, and he just sleeps to the rooms. I'm like that is not that's not fun. It's not fun or therapeutic. But I guess like let him have his things. No, you need to cancel his his uh, cable service. Whatever you got to do, shut it down. Oh. Okay, so I guess we're not going to the horse track. Let's put that away. I mean, I've, I've seen. Have, t- do you guys oh. like horse movies? I know it's a weird question, mm. but after watching this, I tried to think <clears throat> of: Are there any horse movies that I'm a big fan of? Duh! What's the Roger Moore movie with the? The Bond movie with the horse section. 
yeah, I'm not gonna think of it right now. It's one of the '80s ones. It's one of the uh. It it has the 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 uh the Bond um helper guy gets killed in the stable. It's a really good one. Had a good escape from the villain. I think that counts. So yeah, the, that Roger Moore Bond movie. A view to kill. I think it's kill? that, Is that one. that one? I honestly, I I love Roger Moore, but a lot of his movies get blurred in my mind. Yeah, but the, I think the last it, last few kind of blur, except for Octopussy. That's the that real oddball. On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even like like uh oh Chloe's movie. What's it called? The uh. The writer. I didn't watch that. I hear it's great, but I just I don't know what it is. I can't get into horse movies. Yeah, writer <laughs> seemed like it's an it's an important Oscary movie at the time because mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the 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 show I listened to, the shows I listened to talked about it like that. So it really turned me off of wanting, wanting to ever watch it. <laughs> yeah, I just. <laughs> what? I don't especially like any horse movies that have to do with like a racing horse a sport you know yeah. kind of thing but like and Hidalgo like cross kind of crosses that line but I think horses in just like everyday situations for when it was common to have one or if if a horse is somehow part of like the the plot like I mean I haven't seen the horse whisperer in about <laughs> 45 years it was before i was born yeah uh no but you know the horses they're not taking that horse out to the field yeah i i guess i should clarify i mean like yeah like horse racing movies like after watching this i was like what's my favorite horse racing movie and i was like i don't think i have one because mm. whenever i worked at the theater i think secretariat came out and i just remember we had a a lot of seniors lined up for that movie and they were very <laughs> no and i'm not even not to knock the the seniors but they were very angry because we didn't open for an earlier showing than like i think our showing was 10:45 or something and they were very mad it wasn't at 10 and they were outside yanking on our door at like 9:45. <laughs> like ma'am it's not gonna start for an hour and i had a very heated exchange about secretariat so i just horse racing movies it's not for me like horse, I just realized the the peninsula where I live has a famous horse history because we have um the <laughs> Chincoteague and what's the other one called? I think Chincoteague is the one. Um, it's like a, a national park in the, on the Virginia part of the peninsula. Delaware has zero national parks, um, so it's at the very very bottom. I've never been there. It's like a two hour three hour drive. But you have these horses that like are native to the area, basically, and uh, they like this kind of roam this area wild, and they like hang out on the beach. That's and, like, nice, though. That sounds nice. Yeah, and there you have the uh, it's kind of like the swampy wetlands. You have the the salt cowboys who kind of manage everything, <laughs> and uh, there's like a big auction every year of some of the horses, but they like maintain the population and stuff. And if you go down there, like. It's like it's like feeding like a wild animal. Like you don't bring food because if you like feed it, they will like expect more food from you, and then they'll they'll bite you if you don't have more food. 
Oh, it's like ducks at our park. You can't feed them. They get aggressive. Yeah, it's like ducks, but they're the size of a horse. <laughs> but they're but they're horse. Yeah, yeah, it's more impressive for sure. The horses get aggressive. Yes, yeah, so if you don't, if you if you feed them and you don't have enough food, they get a little bitey. Motherfuckers, <laughs> I, you, you eat the food I brought, and that's it. That's the way it fucking Those goes. Horses horse. are ready to throw down. Well, Joel, Jeez. you're you're at their home. Whatever. <laughs> what if what if a horse is over at my house and he's he's acting like this shit? And there's a book series about a horse from Chincoteague. I was trying to remember the name of that series is. It's like kind of old. Like Mary's mom read the books when she was younger because she's from Maryland. And like it's kind of a, a big deal like a long time ago. I think there are children's a, novels. A, a horse series book. <laughs> uh, Misty. That's it. Uh, the Misty Chincoteague horse. What is it called? The horse is called Misty. They're a bunch of books or something. I, I don't know. Uh, 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 the old, like older generations are more familiar with it. It's kind of is a thing that didn't translate later on. <laughs> well, how do you guys feel about Hot to Trot? That's a horse movie. <laughs> And uh, racing stripes. I guess it's a, it's like a CGI zebra. Zebra. Never mind. Just Google horse movies. Yeah. See what I like. There's, I mean, that has... There's like 15 of those uh, <laughs> spirit stallion of the Cimarron or whatever. Shimaron, Kimaron. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I sure do. I sure yeah. do. Uh, racing stripes stars Latino actor Frankie Muniz. Latino. Yeah, he's Latino. I can't remember what, what, what specific type Latino, area. I'm not familiar with the the name Muniz, but that's yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's yeah. interesting that they have. If you search horse movies, there's a whole section that's just Western films, and they're oh, like these are sense. these are horse movies. I like that a lot. Horse star. Mm. Would that Western that the Coens brothers made? Um, uh, the remake of the John Wayne movie that the uh, pop star is in. True Grit. That's it. Uh, will that count as a horse movie because the horse dies and it's really sad? That's it. That's what it takes. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like, true. I like the story of True Grit, but I didn't, I didn't really care for that that movie too much. I mean, see, I'm being negative. I'm just in a negative mood, I guess, but I didn't care for that True Grit remake. Yeah. Uh, when I saw it, I didn't know it was a remake, and I really like it. What? Where? That's that's in a long string of movies that I saw, and I had no clue they were a remake. And then then, then I learned people, then I saw people complain, like, I hate that remake. It's like, I I didn't know it was a remake. I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) No one fucking told me. Of of the 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 Civil War movie with Colin Farrell, I really liked it. The remake of the Clint Eastwood movie, I had no clue it was a remake of a Clint Eastwood movie. Is this like it oh, looked interesting? About the the yeah, like yeah, like yeah, I had no expectations. I I I have no opinion of Sofia Coppola. It's like yeah, I liked it, and then I turned out a lot of people hate it for some reason. 
Oh yeah, I that's another one I don't I didn't love, but I think it looks beautiful. Like I like the all the natural lighting's gorgeous. Yeah. I went to the theater twice in one weekend to see it. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm serious. I, yeah, yeah. Nolan liked that one a lot, I know, and he I don't think he had seen the original. He was aware of it, but um I feel like that's one I don't even know if he ever watched the original actually. I'm sure he has it, but I don't know if he ever got around to it, but he loves the remake. Hmm. And uh, I've never seen... That's only Sofia Coppola I've seen. I haven't seen the other ones. Uh, the The Japan one always seemed... That, that, that came out that when I was first got into movies and horror movies, and I was like, I'm not watching Oscar movies. And so it has a permanent <laughs> brand in my mind as like a dumb Oscar movie. And so I can't... It's hard. I, I still can't get over that aspect of the movie. Oh, yeah. What movie now? Uh, Japan, Lost Bill Murray tra- one. Lost in Translation. Oh, Bill Murray. Yeah. That's a guy who somehow people still love despite committing spousal abuse, you know? <laughs> Yeah, man, tough crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joel, if you want to see, if you want to no, see like complicated saying? fandom stuff, watch Dark Side of the Ring, and you'll be like, Ugh. maybe, maybe wrestling's bad. <laughs> Every time you post about that too, like I, I don't comment on it, but mm-hmm. I have a hard time watching those. And every time you post, I'm just like, oh damn it, yeah, that's like another super depressing thing, because <laughs> it, it's, it's like I love wrestling, but there's so much just utterly just fucked it's like so much just heartbreak and really dark stuff yeah i just got through Ugh. the grizzly grizzly smith episodes like well i didn't know jake the snake had that fucked up of a life i knew oh, it was yeah. bad i didn't know it was yeah. that bad yeah but he also kind of he's turned it around and helped a lot of people too which is really cool yeah and his i think his dad arranged the murder of of his older sister like there's oh. no other way around it. Yeah. Is there a series called The Light Side of the Ring? Because there should be, because they would just be like Mick Foley and D- Diamond Dallas Page being buddies and cool dudes. Just yeah. doing yoga, being Santa Claus, being happy. Yeah. Uh, It'd be a, about uh, Triple H falling in love with no, Stephanie no. McMahon. Triple H is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a love I, story, Spencer. I think what well, I think he is part of the Trump administration too. I know one of the McMahons was. And he is technically married to the McMahon family. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. no. Linda's like a isn't she a politician? Am I crazy? She ran Step- for for um something uh, Senate a couple times and always lost. Y- yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Trump appointed her to something when he was in office. Secretary oh, of the Ring. You know something funny? <laughs> Not that it's funny, but the last time we were talking, I don't know what came, what we were talking about, but uh, some like Trump was mentioned, and I had the thought of like, wow, I haven't thought of him in like a week, and that's so nice. Like it's yeah. it's been a while. Literally the next day, he was on my feed talking about how if he was or not him on my feed, but people were talking about him on my feed 
where it's like if he was president right now none of this stuff would be happening and I was just like gosh dang it like I shouldn't have even had the thought of not thinking of him because of course he's gonna just creep right back up and now it's been like a constant stream no no no. (laughs) that's on me no it's my fault I know (laughs) it's like summoning a genie like just if you if you speak it into existence it will appear it's it's really really sh- the how can it be worse than Candyman? I don't know. It is <laughs> just a oh yeah, what a creature. Yeah, hmm. I heard Dean Martin was very much like Trump. No, I just kidding. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he gave a shit about politics. Oh, yeah. D- Dean Martin, he was yeah. an alcoholic. That's all I know. I was gonna say, I think he just like truly just wanted to. I think that was actually part of their downfall, too, as a duo, him and Jerry Lewis, as Jerry Lewis was, like, a workaholic, wanted to, like, book the next film constantly as soon as they were done, was hopping into something else, and Dean Martin was very much like, let's take it easy, let's just calm down, and let's Uh have a few drinks, let's sing some songs, and that was just not working for their, their setup. It's just like The Rock and Vin Diesel. Exactly like that. Yeah. So, do you guys like the crooner, like, um, uh, Frank Sinatra? Yeah, and like slash like Frank Sinatra singing stuff. I, I, I went through a period where I was really into. I mean, still am. I enjoy like uh, a lot of music from the fifties, like the like doo-wop and malt shop memories, that type of stuff. So it's like I feel like the crooners kind of fall into that but it's i enjoy it but it's not my favorite from that time period like i like it it's fine there's some songs that that i like is it not your thing if if for me it's like techno like if if it's in something (laughs) i'm watching it's fine i'm not gonna listen to it independent independently though it's just yeah if it's there and it fits the mood it's fine just like i'm just not interested in it uh, by uh by itself what is uh, yeah that's a good like comparison i fully agree because techno is not something that i would ever just put on just a saturday afternoon driving around what genre of music is oh geez now i just (laughs) forgot the fuck i was gonna ask that's okay so uh i don't i hate kerner shit like I really hate the whole personality of like oh these gods that were on stage, especially when it comes to fucking Saint Frank Sinatra, who was such a piece of shit. Like oh, but he's oh, oh blue eyes, oh, like oh my god. Anyway, yeah. so you is, don't is, like Frank. <laughs> is it also right. the whole like some people base their personality around? I love Frank Sinatra, and they collect that is, all the all his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a certain type of person that is that person, yep. And uh, old Italians, I guess, too. At least according to the Sopranos. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? It, yeah, it's an old people thing. It's kind of, it, I, I almost feel the same way about Elvis. It just depends on what time of day it is. Like, yeah. From, yeah. from 2 to 3 in the morning, I'm okay with him. But that, you know, after that, boom. See, I like Elvis, but I, I get it. Uh, only... Don't worry, mama. No, okay, sir. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Elvis died. My mom remembers her <coughs> her neighbor crying very loudly to the point that 
they could that hear might have it. been my mom as her neighbor crying uh, very loudly because I, I know, know she took it, it hard. Yeah. It's probably the way that uh, most of us took Michael Jackson when that happened before before a whole bunch of other stuff is. I was neutral undeniable. when that happened because, like, I I I knew I heard some of the stuff already and that tainted him for well, me. Well, yeah, because the, the everything had already happened before that, but then I think he kind of had a a comeback and I did like uh what was that is it this is it the documentary mm-hmm. about his yeah. the tour that didn't happen I thought that was really well done but yeah I mean I I feel like we didn't want to believe what happened you know the people that were like super into the music and and that was wrong I was right. I remember whenever Prince passed away, like when that came through, I was at work and I was just shocked. It was like, because he was so young. Yeah. That was very shocking to me. Bowie passing was shocking just because he, he just seemed like this entity that would never really die. So it was really yeah. bizarre. But yeah, when yeah my whole, oh, I was I... kind of unaffected. Yeah. Uh, when Prince died, I remember thinking like, I thought he was immortal. This can't. This can't be real. <laughs> yeah. Like David Bowie always seemed kind of old because I didn't get into Bowie <laughs> until like six or seven. No, I, I before met Mary, so even eight years ago. Because mm-hmm. it's one of the things years. that my parents don't like David Bowie music really at all. And so whenever I asked about David Bowie, they'd be like, "I don't know. He has, he made some shitty music." And so I grew up thinking like, "Oh, he he's made bad music." And they heard life on mars uh when i was like 20 i was like this is good i've been lied to my whole life it sounds like it was just your rebellious stage <laughs> maybe but i started like never in the thing with prince like my parents weren't really in the prince i didn't hear growing up and this one's like okay he must be must made bad music and then later much later in my 20s like wait this is great well, i don't know it's I don't great, know. and he, like, played every single instrument. Yeah. Like, he was so insanely talented, it it blows my mind. Yeah. I wonder how people felt when Dean Martin passed. <laughs> because uh, I don't remember anything, but, I mean, people people really liked him. People I liked think, him? I think that there was a ripple when uh, Jerry Lewis went, although if you, if you saw the episode of uh, Jerry Seinfeld's... Uh, Riding, riding cars with boys, is that what it's called? What's the deal with 17-year-olds? <laughs> and why do I want to date them? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, anyways, he, he goes over to Jerry Lewis' office, who obviously was not going to get in a car because it was like 90-something. And he looks, he looks like 90-something. It looks like his skin is just like hanging on, on his bones and stuff like that. But he's like totally lucid and stuff like that. But the body was like, "Please, please help me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerry, uh, uh, so Jerry cut out all his sons from his will, but he kept his daughter. And his daughter, by the way, is younger than me. So he oh, was crazy. like, he was in his seventies when he had his last kid. Why in the world? Not yeah. I wonder what the story is. Not that it's any of my business, but... 
I know, but it's like late in life kids. Like Jean Paul Vermondo has a has if like a twenty year old son. <laughs> if you look up Jerry Lewis, there's like the second cert. People ask like how they give you those options. Mm-hmm. Why did Jerry Lewis dis- uh, disinherit his sons? Like that's one of the things people search. That's crazy. Yeah. Getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't celeb- give me details, so no one knows. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity late in life kids is such a weird thing. Like it's really common, though. I know, but it's like if you're seventy, do you do you really want like have a baby around like, that I think much? Bowie has like he had a daughter. I think she's like a teenager right now, or twenties. Like she's she's young. Yeah. Which is yeah. Mm, yeah. I gotta give my cat crunchies. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Like I think uh, Charlie Chaplin's youngest kid is younger mm. than my younger than my parents, and mm-hmm. which like yep, blew my are. mind when I learned that because Charlie Chaplin was born in, like the eighteen seventies or eighteen eighties. Uh, Spencer, mm-hmm. so were several of his wives. I feel like one of the actresses <laughs> oh, in yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I got I th- that. I think one of the actresses in Game of Thrones was his granddaughter or something. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. Uh, uh, yes, I believe you're right. The British lady in Nashville is one of his kids. Gertrude. I think it's Gertrude Chaplin. One of his kids is uh, MC Scat Cat. He only appeared in that one video, but uh, it's pretty memorable. Yeah. That, I, I feel like I do want to talk about something about the movie, but like, okay, you know, I'll... like you said, it's kind of like, just like, hey! Hey, I gave you a treat so you wouldn't pull that kind of shit. Alright, so uh, some you, things Thomas. that stuck out were when Jerry is dressed up like a girl, I, all I could think of was Breath of the Wild, and then they talk about <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, not Terrytown, but like Torytown, it's like, this is getting a little close to Breath of the Wild, and there's nothing mm-hmm. else Breath of the Wild. I guess horses. Horse riding, yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, there's a part where Link sings that song. Yeah, and in Beatles in here, we see him as a little crop top. Is it Beetle? Beetle. Uh, what we the? Uh, the guy who sells you the stuff, and you have if you have like a certain bug, he's like, I can want, I can want to sell that bug. I'm talking about. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. What are you talking about? Explain this to me. Mel, do you know what he's talking about? He shows up at at the horse ranches. Beetle. I think it's Beetle. Horse ranches. Yeah, and Breath of the Wild. Oh, Oh. okay. You're talking about (laughs) the legend, the character that was also in Wind Waker. I thought you were Uh, talking. I was like, this is in this movie? movie? What? I was like, what did I watch? Because I don't remember any of this. Oh, Beetle? Is he making some weird horse racing thing I'm supposed to remember? Yes. Yes, Beetle is B-E-E-D-L-E. He is the one that uh, only shows up around the the, uh, stables. And has special... He loves beetles. You will get extra money if you sell him beetles. Oh. Okay. I never paid that much attention to that stuff. <laughs> that. Also, did you know that uh, right before 
the blood moon rises is the best time to buy things from merchants. They will have exclusive items during that time period. All these hot tips. Ooh. Didn't, didn't think this was going to come out in this movie, <laughs> did you? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I like, like, uh, I like the wordplay thing they kept doing where they would say, uh, say a phrase and like re rearrange the words as the next line and like they rely on it a little too much but it, it always did make me at least make me smile I did enjoy like that like the dumb punny stuff mm-hmm. yeah no I, I like the, yeah the witty dialogue pun stuff really worked for me because but I'm an old man so what's your excuse I don't know I like I don't know I like dumb puns yeah it's not a big deal oh man you might like Jungle Cruise, I will tell you right now, there is a <laughs> large section in the film where it's just Dwayne Johnson just punning it up. I don't know if I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on for a, yeah. a significant period of time. And I, I too, like puns. And I, I was like, you know what? Maybe this is too much. Maybe that was too much. Yeah. I did appreciate the Marilyn thing. Uh, even though they, I clearly they they film in Maryland. I like that they at least they mentioned Maryland. What do you mean that was Maryland? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hollywood magic. Uh, but although I think it's plausible, at least uh, Mar- Dean Martin went to Maryland at some point because um, Mitchum owned uh, owned a house in Maryland. That's where he uh, grew up, and he went to. Uh, if you talk to enough people in Southern Delaware, they'll tell you. Like, oh yeah, Robert Mitchum used to come to this restaurant all the time when he'd go fishing. And it was just like a casual thing where it's like, hey, it's just Robert stopping by. And no one would freak out. Just like, it's just, you know. He, he, uh, this old man, Robert Mitchum, probably still super cool, just hanging out. Old man. That's that's the only kind of Robert Mitchum I know is old man Robert Mitchum. Do you know a young man? Have you seen a young man named... Okay. I See, for some reason, I'd, mm-hmm. I'm like, let's talk about a different movie. Let's talk about Arabian <laughs> Nights. But uh, that was a different podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of penis in Arabian Nights. Yes. Are there <laughs> horses too, though? Uh, I don't remember any horses. No, I think hey, there were some, I... maybe. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing in common. So, let's see. What do we want to talk about? Well, we're just forcing this conversation at this point, right? Uh, Let's. I do think this movie has a great poster, for what it's worth. All the poster art is fun. Great colors, Um, great font. I enjoyed us sharing that back and forth. That was nice, but... You know, yeah. I, I guess for me this movie just didn't. I thought it would be funnier, and it wasn't. And that's it's just not not something that hit for me. But I think cool. people should see it, and they should watch more of their pairings together, because there is a certain level of chemistry there. They're yeah. fun to watch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I going to... Uh, before we started recording, I was asking Spencer uh, about the 3D sections. Because <laughs> according to this movie poster that's on IMDb, this movie got released in 3D. And I have no idea where that would have been interesting anywhere. Like, no, no, nothing like rushes towards the camera. Like, a, what do you I, have an opinion? I would assume that the wacky race at the end would have some elements. But, yeah, it's not... I feel like most 3D films, um, there's, there's points that, you, you know, it's painfully obvious. The points where it's like, okay, this is the 3D shot. Got it. There's nothing in my mind that sticks out right away. But I have to assume it's the race at the end. Hmm. No, it's as good as time as any. Like maybe the the dance scenes or something else like that. Yeah. That, I did they have post production three D? I guess it was all whatever. Uh, I but imagine I, they probably had the script written and they're like, "This won't be in three D." And they're like, "Well, it's written already. Like, too bad. It's gonna be in three D. It's gonna be in three D. We didn't ask you or telling you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, "Jerry, do you want to do anything wacky for the three D?" Not your life, fuckhead. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I think that the I enjoyed it, but I also did get bored. Basically, after they in, introduced the female veterinarian, I'm, I just kind of like, well, I'll just kind of look at my phone, and that that became more interesting. <laughs> and usually, if I break out my phone during a movie, it's like kind of evidence that it had a little lull for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like I, I, I thought yeah. a bunch was funny it's just you know it's racist because it was a time period yeah like um, better or worse than bench warmers oh uh, better um, yeah. better for me yeah uh, it's not I, trying to be offensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather watch uh, a mid-lane Jerry Lewis comedy than a Happy Madison movie after the David Spade series. That's, <laughs> At least for I, now. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think I'd still rather watch The Wrong Missy, which I know Spencer holds a lot higher than yes. uh, I do. So it wouldn't be a question for him, but that's like, the one I, that, that's, I, I thought the movie was okay. Yeah. But better than this. It just, it felt, it's only, what, this is what 90 like a little over 90 minutes probably like an hour 45 something like that and it just felt after you get through the first part once they're actually in the the race area that segment of the film is just kind of i don't know it just starts to move slower so it does have a big lull for me but it's just it you really feel the length of it so i would probably rather watch the wrong missy as well mm-hmm yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm curious what the good comedies are, or or maybe they're all this kind of like this middling. It's amusing, well, am- amusing enough. Yeah. The thing is, it's the reviews that I read. Some people are like, "This is the best one," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Excellent. <laughs> and then others are like, hmm. "This is the worst one." So I was like, "Okay, so polarizing, perfect." So I, yeah, after going down that rabbit hole, I have no more information than I did before. So I I don't know. I don't know if this is one of the good ones or not. Yeah. Uh, let me say, oh, so last episode I mentioned my grandfather who doesn't go to church. And he just didn't. 
Uh, he also does not uh, find Jerry Lewis funny at all. He hates like really silly comedy. And I don't know why he's so anti like silliness, but like, like I just remember my dad always telling me like he would never take us to see like Jerry Lewis comedies or like comedies in the at, at the local theater. It always or, or as my dad would say theater uh, to be more accurate uh, <laughs> because like it was just like nah if it's if it's silly he 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 just wants to leave immediately. So like okay. Comedy is just in in general. He's like, no, it's too. Yeah, pretty much. It's like too he goofy. Just, I don't like it. Yeah, it, he likes westerns <laughs> and John Wayne, and that's about okay. all I know. <laughs> yeah. Those are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Western John Wayne. That's it. Those are the two genres. Yeah, yeah like except he, for the quiet man. <laughs> yeah, like basically, uh, westerns, football, um. That's kind of it, really. Uh, the, all that he watched, <laughs> and still watches, is like westerns and football. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless him. I like, like that. He wouldn't watch anything that was too silly. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm, he's the first person I ever heard say "fuck." He he swears a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the more I hear about him, it just he sounds like a cool guy. Uh, he doesn't really talk that much besides like swearing under his breath like you can't really get much of a conversation out of him really yeah that sounds cool I don't want to hang out with him <laughs> just just in case you, you were going to invite us over no he, 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 he wouldn't like that that's too silly <laughs> you know. he won't remember you after 10 minutes he'd remember me though okay I, that, that's about the same way it would be for me too because my memory, when it comes to people and faces, are terrible. I might remember activities, but uh, yeah. God fucking knows who it was I was doing it with. Yeah. Uh, By the way, what, what are you, who are you guys? What's going on here? No. Oh, um, oh I, I, I thought of something. Uh, so, Melanie, since you don't find the Jerry Lewis thing funny, do you think Professor Frank is funny? Do I what? Do you think Professor Frank is funny? Yeah. On The Simpsons? Yeah, I do. Like, it's not, like, overwhelmingly, but it's it's charming. It's fine. So you've seen you've seen the original Nutty Professor, Spencer? Have you, Mel? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's... Is that yeah, where the, I don't like... That where I the, don't the, like the Glavin thing came from? Of that nerd. Sorry. Is that where, like, the, the, the Glavin thing came from? Or is yes. that, like, this a Jerry Lewis? Okay. I mean, it's a it's a Jerry Lewis thing altogether. Okay. Yeah. Clay, I mean, I think he he probably might have done something like this in in this movie, but I I don't remember specifically. I I recommend watching some Jerry Lewis solo stuff if this one doesn't work for you. Like, are there Dean Martin solo stuff? Probably. Uh, real Bravo, yeah, I, but oh. he's not the best part of the movie. <laughs> Well, he's not the so. That's not solo. That's, okay, it's a hangout movie. He's he's I one of the hangout dudes. He is typically paired with other people. Yeah, he couldn't handle the pressure by himself. No. I don't think he cared enough. <laughs> he's because he's in a, like all the like Rat Pack movies. So yeah, yeah. the silencers. What the hell? <laughs> uh, anyway. 
I think we we're probably done, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what are you guys What are you guys doing later for your podcasting joys and otherwise? Uh, this will come out after March fifth, correct? Yes. Okay. On Joel and I's other show, we celebrated Pasolini's one hundredth birthday by talking about uh, penises in uh, communism and Hitler and other stuff. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way to celebrate it. Surprising yeah. little religion talk. Oh yeah, I forgot that too. <laughs> We're uh, saving it for the uh, special, uh, different episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you're listening to this, haven't seen Pasolini, watch Teorama. If that's not your thing, uh, don't go any further, because it doesn't get easier from there. Yeah, Jerry Lewis really worked for me in that one, too. Uh, besides the Pasolini episode, uh, movies from hell, it's gonna be. I got the message opened again. Wakamatsu. He made Pinku films, and he produced In the Realm of the Senses. Oof. And uh, I love that movie. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be a fun conversation. It's movie from, movies from hell, so. Uh, we'll probably talk about it, talk about Wakamatsu for twenty minutes and an, an hour of nonsense. After that, when is somebody gonna make like a super uh, arty and like awesome movie about Lorena Bobbitt the way that they've done, you know, Senso and uh, or is it Senso and uh, the, the the other? You know, there's movies about the. People cutting off their husband's penises, whatever, their lover's penis. Well, there's that many series Peel produced, but I don't think that counts, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I'm talking, you know, I want him to be the level... Like Mommy Dearest's uh, version of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Art. Uh, oh, you were talking about In the Realm of Senses. That, that's a great movie. Which is a completely different movie than what I was talking about. Completely, so, yeah. What if I just, uh... Thomas? I'm trying to talk to people. Thomas would like to talk about In the Realm of the Senses as well. Uh, what about you, Mel? What you got going on? Uh, okay, so by the time this comes out... Well, the next things we're doing are... We'll have kind of a, our 2020, like... 21 recap thing but it's not really about our top movies it's just going to be kind of a bunch of lists all the stuff that we did the last year and then uh before that we should have valerie and her week of wonders and then afterwards we're doing hard target so wow that's like the perfect double feature <laughs> yeah and gonna talk about this the sequel with scott adkins no no oh, it's a good sequel uh, yeah. Uh, Did you just say it's a good sequel? Yeah. I don't believe you. It's yeah, Scott Adkins. He's always good. Yeah. No, I don't like that one. That. Which uh, one? I'm sorry, Mel. You were in the middle of your plugs. Oh no no no! You're you're fine. The, this is. It's not important. What? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> of course, it's important. Oh no! I'm saying it's Scott Atkins. Like, there's precedent here. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> I yes, you're right. Uh, what's the Universal Soldier one? That what? Everyone. I hate that one. Okay. All right. 
sucks. <laughs> what the fuck was with that stripper scene? Who cares? You get you get back to back fights of Dolph and then JCVD. It's amazing. Oh my god. I don't know if I would say amazing, but I do. I like it. It's like a movie from after 2010, right? And we're still doing uh, the strippers, like the twenty half naked lady scenes. Like, what's what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It's it rules. It's it's, it's a th- no. what? Oh no no! It's a, I I um I know I'm wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh uh, it's my stuff. I'm on piano. Uh, shoot the piano. Piano. Shoot the piano player pod with Spencer, and I have a Let's Play series on Sherlock Holmes and the Hounds of the Baskerville. It should be over by the time this episode comes out, at least unless the game is trying to trick me. Well, that maybe that's the true puzzle. Anyways, you can find my stuff uh, if you search JDT Games, which is much better than what I previously was telling you guys to search. You will find. Uh, my stuff. Uh, Anything else, guy? Yeah, the next one. No, oh, yeah. oh, never mind. Next one is Mel's pick, because then we have the other uh, other one. Okay, just kind of p- keep track of things. <laughs> uh, yeah, next pick, gnome name Norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from. 1989-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1990-1